0: What it do, baby? It's your boy, Reek, man. Hey, y'all tuning in to another episode of NJP, Navigating Journalism Podcast, man. Hey, listen, we are three episodes strong, I think, right now. So, hey, listen, we're going to keep this train going, baby. And, hey, I will continue to provide y'all with great information to navigate this amazing journalism industry. And like I've been telling y'all in the past previous episodes, listen, We got guests coming soon, and we also got that NJP merch coming soon. And, of course, other merch from the Tyreek Wynn Collection as well. Right now, I'm gearing up, fixing my website and stuff. And, man, let me just tell y'all, it's coming together great. So stay tuned for my social media because I'll make sure I'll be announcing all that stuff. So, hey, y'all just got to stay tuned and watch and see what we coming out with. But we coming out with some good stuff, man. So, hey, just stay tuned with me. Rock with me, and hey, y'all, y'all be able to get your hands on some of that merch and see some of these amazing guests that we got coming up. So today's topic, this is what we're talking about. We're going to talk about navigating the journalism industry as far as the transition from college to career. And the reason I did this is because, and shout out to NABJ Region 3, we are the best NABJ region, period, hands down. So we had our, uh, recently we had our NABJ Region 3 conference in April, and let me tell you, it was an amazing, extravagant conference, and I actually had the amazing pleasure of having a big part within the conference, and so I was actually able to host my own panel, and I called it the transition from college to career, and so that's actually what I want to talk to y'all about, so those of y'all who may have missed those good gems and stuff like that, hey, you get to hear, you get to get free game on this podcast, man, so listen, make sure y'all stay tuned in throughout the entire episode because I'm be spilling some good stuff. So, I mean, let's get into it. Let's talk about it, right? So, you're in college. You want to be a journalist, right? Uh, you're studying journalism. You're majoring in journal. Well, actually, what I want to do is I actually want to start a little bit before then, and then uh, I kind of want to start with high school a little bit. So, let's say you're a senior in high school. You know what I'm saying? You're getting ready to uh, go- pick a college and stuff, and it's time to start looking at colleges and stuff like that. So, The way what I did, I kind of tell you, kind of guys what, you know, tell you a little bit about what I did, then kind of walk y'all through. So when it was time for me to look for colleges, I did a couple of things, right? I compiled a list of colleges across the United States that had a good journalism program. You know, what I would do is I would go on Google and Google schools with good journalism programs or schools with journalism they, that they have journalism as a major. I would do that, looked up all the top schools that had journalism, right? I did that. Second thing I did was also within that list, which made it even shorter, I looked at schools not only with a journalism program, but also schools with student media. If they didn't have student media, they was not on my list. So a couple of schools that were on my list, I believe it was I know Georgia State was on my list for a fact, obviously, because I went there. Uh, UGA was on my list because they have both. And I think a couple of other ones, I can't remember off the top of my head, but but I had a couple, I had, I think I had about five or whatever on my list, right? So... First got to Georgia State. First thing I did was join Panther Report News. That's the school broadcast news station, right? So, what you want to do when you're in college, you want to make sure that you join student media. It's very important, very value, um, very vital, and, well, and valuable too. <laughs> you want to make sure you join student media. It's very important. And let me tell you, because when you join, when you join student media. You're going to learn so much more in student media than, when you lear- than what you learned in the classroom. And I'm speaking from experience. Now, I'll say I had some great professors, and I learned a lot in class. But I'm telling you, when I was a part of student media, I learned 10 times much more information than what I had learned in the classroom. So I'm talking about learning how to A, learning on-camera presence, learning how to operate a camera and stuff. Um, all this amazing good stuff, learning how to write a script for the news and all that stuff. So this is stuff that I actually learned within being part of student media. Some of that stuff I didn't learn in the classroom. So if you are serious about being a journalist, becoming a journalist, join student media at your school, whether that be the school broadcast news station, radio station, newspaper. They might have a magazine. I don't know. Whatever they got, join it. Get involved ASAP. ASAP, especially if you're in college right now. And because if you got to realize, if you're on your way out of school, then you need to go ahead and like really crunch down on this bad, uh, really crunch down on this bad boy, and get going with the student media, right? So you got the student media. Second thing you got to do is you got to make sure that not only while you're in student media, you're also producing great quality work because just because it's student media, Doesn't mean like people are seeing this, people are going to watch this, and you literally have to treat it just as it's a professional thing, professional gig, right? So, you want to be doing that, and then also while you're in school, you also want to be looking for internships. So, internships at your local news station. Uh, what I would do is I would, you know, turn on, figure out your local channels, what news stations you have in your town, what city you're in, and stuff like that, whatever college you're going to, and stuff. Or if you decide to go home for the summer, look up uh, TV stations in your hometown or radio stations, newspapers, whatever. See where you can intern as far as that is concerned uh, if you decide to do a summer internship. So on and so forth. Internships are very important. I had an internship. I interned at a video production company. And actually, not only was I able to learn behind the scenes, I was also able to learn on-camera stuff as well. So, like, I was even able to... Uh, put one of my shows on their network. And then I was also, they actually gave me a show uh, that I did. uh, Then that that was a great experience. I was able to go on air doing uh, that show. And then I also did some special reports for the news as well. So I was actually got a chance to be on actual TV during my internship. And it was just I mean, it was just fantastic. It was so exciting. So that was a great internship. So when you're looking for internships, you want to make sure that you get a good hands-on internship. You just don't want just anything now. (laughs) You don't, I'll tell you this, you don't want an internship where you're going to get coffee. No. You want an internship where you're actually doing the good work, learning valuable lessons. Like if you're, like let's say, um... Like let's say WSB, for example, right? Like I have friends that have interned at WSB, they said the internship is amazing and perfect. And they said almost every day they went out in the field with a reporter. And then that reporter, after that reporter did their thing, they would allow them to do a stand-up. That's the type of internship you want. You want something hands-on, something where you're learning something. You don't want none where you running errands, getting coffee, donuts, and all that. You don't want that type of internship. You want something where you're getting involved and you getting your hands dirty. That's the type of internship you want. Uh, so now that we got all of that good stuff, uh, let's say you know you're a senior, you're at senior year now. Now it's time to actually start figuring out what you want to do as soon as you graduate college, right? And I would say, honestly, I would say start looking. I would say start looking sometime in December, right before if you're graduating in May start looking in December. If you're graduating and I guess a lot of people graduate in these people. Okay. So if you're graduating in May, start looking in December. If you're graduating in December, I would say start looking in August, you know, start, start looking at August, right? So before you start looking for positions and stuff, first thing you want to do before you even do all that is you want to compile a good anchor reporter reel, right? Uh, and this is for your if you're in TV and stuff. Cause I'm in TV, so a lot of this information I'm giving is kind of more catered towards TV. As far as print is concerned, not necessarily really sure how print does it, but I do know radio is kind of the same thing. You want like, a, um, of course, you know, you want radio stories and stuff like that, and you want to have like a little radio reel and stuff for radio. But as far as TV is concerned, cause I'm more knowledgeable about the TV aspect of things. But when it comes to TV, when I have a good anchor reporter reel, right? So me, what I did, I did a couple of different things, right? I had an anchor, I had an anchor slash reporter and TV hosting reel, right? I put that out. I think my reel was about eight, nine minutes, something like that. So what I had in my reel, I literally had everything. I had stand-ups. I had packages. uh, I had interviews, um, all that good stuff, and I also had I had hard news, I had sports, and I had entertainment. The reason I put all those things into one reel is because I want the TV stations to see how versatile I am. Oh, Tyreek, he can do hard news, he can do hard news, he can do entertainment, he knows how to do sports, and I even had some weather in there too. So you know, oh, if our meteorologist is out, he can fill in for weather. So you want to make sure that when you do your reel, you want to make sure you have versatile clips in there and stuff like that. You just don't want to just have strictly just hard news in your reel or strictly just entertainment and stuff like that. You want to make sure that you are well-versed in some of those areas. Because I can tell you when I was looking, like, let's say, for instance, if you just want to be a sports reporter, like, I'll say when I was looking, some of the sports reporter positions were kind of limited weren't a whole lot of sports reporter positions. And so you want to make sure that you have a reel that has some hard news in it, some hard-hitting news and stuff like breaking news um, that could be shootings, fires. um, I mean, sometimes politics can even be uh, a hard news as well. So you definitely want to make sure that you have a versatile reel, right? And you don't even have to have necessarily a versatile reel. You can have different kinds of reels. So like actually what I did was I had one versatile reel, I had an entertainment journalism reel, and I had a sports reel. So I had uh, a versatile reel, then I had reels for each individual aspect of news. Because like, if I, like, if I, I remember when I was at the NABJ conference, I was talking to Entertainment Tonight, so I showed them my uh, entertainment reel. When I went over and talked to the NFL Network, I showed them my sports reel. So you kind of want to have different – you want to have a versatile reel, and you want to have various different kinds of reels. That way, when you go and interview for these positions, you interview them for a sports pos- – oh, hey, my sports reel right here. And it's strictly just sports, and that's all they're saying. Because if you go to NFL, they probably don't even care about hard news. They just want to see what, you know, what type of sports you're doing, how knowledgeable you are about sports – how you look on camera, talking about sport, all that good stuff. That's what they want to see. You know what I'm saying? So that's how you want to have that, right? So you want to put that out right before you start looking for positions. When you start looking for positions, you got this reel out because when you start looking, uh, when you fill out the applications and stuff, they are going to ask you to put a link to your reel. Uh, you know, from YouTube and stuff. And of course, I encourage you post your once you do your real post it on YouTube, right? And also say this, this is a real good nugget. Make sure y'all listen closely now. Real good, valuable nugget. And I don't I don't tell a lot of people this, but I did mention it at the conference. So one trick that I did that that I used, right? What I did was first of all, you need a LinkedIn account for this. So I encourage you if you ain't got a LinkedIn account make sure you write that somewhere so you can remember it to get you a linkedin account. Don't click don't don't be going clicking off this episode to make your LinkedIn. No, you're gonna make it after you finish watching. So just make a mental note of it or whatever. <laughs> uh, but what you're gonna do is you're gonna make a LinkedIn account, right? When you make that LinkedIn account in the search engine you're gonna type in the two you're gonna type in two words news director right when you type in news director a whole bunch of news directors from across the country their profiles are gonna come up. You connect with every single last news director that you see in that search engine, right? Because once you connect with them, they're gonna start watching you. They're gonna start watching your work, right? Um, They're gonna view your profile, see what you got on there. And then once it's time for you to actually start looking for positions, you can send your reel out to every single last one of them. And even if, like, let's say maybe there's somebody Out in I don't know maybe Wyoming or something, man. You like ain't no way in the world I'm going to Wyoming to do news, right? Still send your reel over to them because I found what I found out when I was doing that. I found out that a lot of these news directors they all know each other. They all like brothers and sisters. They they know each other. (laughs) So what they'll do is they'll actually like say for instance, like I'll tell you this. Like I sent my reel to the news director of WSB TV here in Atlanta. And she said, well, you're not ready for WSB right now, but I'm going to send your stuff to some people I know in Macon, some people I know in Augusta and other markets and stuff. And that's exactly what she did. And so it just kind of goes to show you they all know each other. So send it out to as many of them as you can because they'll send it out to other people. Oh, I know somebody who's looking for somebody just, you know, just like you with your... Um, with your on-camera presence stuff, they're looking for somebody over here in the Carolinas or something, and they'll be exchange. You're sending your reel out. They're exchanging reels with each other and stuff like that. And I mean, hey, next time you, next thing you know, you' big time with within the uh, within the job talks and stuff, and everybody's sending your stuff out. Then you got a whole bunch of people just reaching out to you, wanting to hire you, because that's actually what happened to me. For those of y'all who haven't heard. I had over a hundred, I had a hundred plus, that's right, a hundred plus news directors reach out to me across the country, wanting me to come work at their television station. Like I, I'm t- like, I don't know, I don't know if I just, maybe I guess I just had the secret sauce or whatever, but I'm just telling you these various things that I did to get me to that point where they were honestly fighting over me at this point, you know, fighting over me with contracts and money and stuff like that. So once you get that, you're putting your reel out, right? News directors reaching out to you. Next thing you know, you start scheduling interviews, you know, fill out, um, fill out job applications on their website, start, um, scheduling interviews. And I'll tell you another thing you want to do to a lot of me, you might be asking, well, how do I even start filling out applications? Right. So, thing you next thing you want to do is you want to go to these TV companies' websites. So, like, there's Gray TV, there's Sinclair, there's Nexstar, there's Scripps, there's Techna, there's Hearst. Those are like some of the top couple of um, couple of television related companies, right? So, you go to those websites, go under where it says careers, current openings, whatever the case may be, uh, and then once you figure that out, you can either type in a specific position. Or you can type in a Pacific city. Maybe there's a certain city you want to go to. Type in that city. Maybe there's a specific position you want. Type in that position. And then all of those will come up in that search engine and you just apply for everyone that you see that you're interested in, right? Then after that, start scheduling the interviews. Make sure I'll tell you one mistake that I made is I really wore myself out and I burnt myself out so much because I scheduled a whole bunch of interviews within one day. So when you're scheduling interviews, make sure you space them out between days. Um, You know, maybe you only want to do like maybe like two a day. Maybe you want to do one in the morning, uh, then maybe one around 4 or 5 p.m., whatever the case may be. But just make sure you don't burn yourself out interview-wise. And a lot of these interviews might be virtual, too. So you just want to make sure that you, um, you know, make sure you schedule those out according to your schedule. Don't burn yourself out. And then what I always say, if interview goes well and you see that the interview goes well and you're really considering going to this market or this place, go ahead and ask them, Hey, can I tour your newsroom? Uh, you know, can I come out to where you guys are, get a tour of the newsroom, meet some of the people? Cause, cause what i my opinion what i always say i personally and i don't know how everybody else feels about this but i personally would not take a position if i haven't stepped in your news station and your newsroom i need to know exactly what it what it's like who the people are there because i don't want to go there and be miserable you know what i'm saying i want to make sure that everything is aligned with what i need and because and also i have like this instinct like sometimes i can step inside a room and like wow like okay, I'm supposed to be here or, ooh, nah, this ain't right. I ain't supposed to be here and stuff. So you want to make sure that you step inside these newsrooms before you start accepting these jobs. Go visit. I mean, you, you, may, be, you may be in Atlanta and you got to fly to a station all the way on the West Coast. If they're not paying for it, spend the money. It's worth it. If you're really considering going to that television station, spend the money to go visit. And then while you out there, Go visit the other stations in that same market or um, markets that are really closer by and stuff like that. And, you know, go ahead and make the trip worthwhile and stuff. So that's my advice there. So after you get all that, you figure out stuff. Uh, same thing you also want to be doing is you also want to making sure that you're factoring a couple of things. Pay, cost of living um, and how much stuff is going to cost. Right. You know, you may. B, um, you want to make sure, because nine times out of ten cents, because, like, you're starting out your first job, you're probably only going to be in that market probably about one, one to three years anyway, so you're not going to stay. So I don't recommend buying a place or, like, buying a home or something like that when you go out there, because as a journalist, a lot of times you're going to be moving. Um, every couple of years you're going to be moving to different states, different cities and stuff. So you want to make sure that you're renting and then once you get like really settled down, then you might want to start looking and actually buying a house. And of course, <laughs> my mom's a real estate agent. She can help you with that. <laughs> um, but you want to make sure that your rent, you want, or before I say, you want to make sure that you're not living above your means. And what I mean by that is based on what you're making, you want to make sure that that aligns with the, what your cost of living should be. So like your rent, you, you know, your rent payments and stuff like that. Uh, And then, of course, not only do you have to factor in rent, you got to factor in utilities, um, other bills. Uh, If you got a car note, you know, you got to factor in that. You also got to factor in food, groceries, all this other stuff, man. And then once you like you literally you literally have to probably sit down for a couple of minutes and do some real like real math. And Figure this thing out just to figure if it aligns, you know, right with what you're doing and stuff. And I'll tell you, I turned a lot of positions down because the pay wasn't good enough. And now a lot of a lot of my fellow journalists out there may not agree with that. But I mean, hey, I I, if it didn't if it didn't make sense, I didn't do it because I can't go to a position where I'm making twenty eight thousand dollars a year and the rent is two G's a month. Because the cost of living in that place is so ridiculous. Dude, I can't I cannot afford that if I'm going out there. So like stuff like that, sometimes you just gotta turn that stuff down because what you don't wanna do, and I told my parents this, I said, look, y'all done gave me so much already. The last thing I wanna do is be calling home asking you for some money. I don't wanna do that to my parents. I don't wanna put them through that. Like they like it's to the point where I should be doing stuff for them now. You know, they ain't done stuff for me for Shoot, well, they still doing stuff for me. I'm still living a day out. They've done stuff for me for 23 years. So, you know, it's time that, you know, y'all repay him uh, re, uh, back and stuff like that. So, I mean, that just goes to show you. So those are some of the things you got to factor in and stuff like that. And I think I pretty, I want to say I pretty much hit on everything. But, um, like I said, and then also, hear every offer out. Somebody got to offer, hear them out. Hear them out. Hear what they offering hear about the opportunities and stuff, Uh, just make sure that you are just listening, paying attention, and asking good questions, right, you always want to ask good questions, always ask um, a couple of good questions, I know for a fact, um, what what is the environment like at your news station, what type of area are you guys in, what's the cost of living, what are some things to do, what are fun one. I like, what are some good food spots around? You know, that's just a question I like. Uh, And then, you know, is it, what, what's the crime rate like over there and stuff like that. Um, And then you also want to factor in stuff like low, as far as location and stuff, like uh, let's say if you go to a, you know, go down to Miami or something like that. Be ready to cover hurricanes and stuff because, I mean, that that's what they get down there. If you're not comfortable being out in severe weather in a hurricane, which, I mean, as a journalist, that is something that you have to do. You may want to move somewhere inland, closer inland, where you won't really have to necessarily worry about covering um, hurricanes and stuff like that. But, of course, severe weather is something you're going to have to cover, whether that be snow, tornadoes, hurricanes, hurricanes. Um, regular thunderstorms. I mean, you know, whatever the case may be. So you just wanna make sure that you figure out, ask those types of questions and stuff. And uh yeah, just just make sure you ask them the right questions, man. I think and I wanna say I think I, I think I hit on everything. I don't think I forgot anything. Um let me see. Yeah, I think I think I pretty much hit on everything. So that's really the transition between college to career. So you want to make sure that you're uh, just making sure that you're um, hearing every offer out, asking good questions, and you end up at the place that you want. (laughs) And like I said, and don't I will say this, don't be discouraged if as soon as you graduate, you don't have something landed, right? It's not the end of the world. There are people that I know who sent their reel out to over 200 stations, heard back from none of them, you know what I'm saying? So don't be discouraged. Just keep trying. Keep applying. Keep sending out your reel. And then, of course, and actually when you put out your reel, you will get feedback. Like uh, send it to your mentors and stuff. Get feedback from them. There are also going to be news directors that, excuse me, there are also going to be news directors that, give you feedback on your reel, and hear them out, and listen, and make the adjustments and stuff. Uh, Because once you make those adjustments and stuff, then, you know, they'll see that you're coachable and stuff, and, you know, that'll get you, uh, that'll help get you hired as well. And then there was one thing I just had a thought. Oh, that was a thought. Also, uh, be ready for this. Some news stations and stuff, they're going to test you, they're going to quiz you on certain things, so uh, they may have you Uh, do a practice script. They may have you write up a practice script or they may have you do a practice package or something. Or like, I'll tell you one time I did this. uh, I was applying for this um, sports internship out in uh, California. And he told me I was going to have a quiz. Didn't tell me what the quiz was going to be about, but just said he was going to quiz me on LA sports. I said, okay. So I went and did research on LA sports and all that good stuff. And um, when I got to the interview, he had asked me, he had told me to name all of the head coaches on professional teams in LA. And I could only name, I think, one. And I think I could only name Sean McVay. Needless to say, I could only name one. I ain't get a job. So just make sure that you, whenever they tell you you have a quiz or a test coming up, do your research and make sure you know everything you're supposed to know. Uh, or whatever, because like I said, sometimes they may give you like a script quiz or a package quiz or something like that, and you'll have a deadline. So they also want to see that you can meet deadlines and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that that's pretty much the college... Uh, the transition from college to career. I hope y'all learned something out of this. I hope this was very valuable. Hey, listen, y'all already know this podcast is about navigating the journalism industry, guys. And I hope that I'm, uh, I hope by this podcast, I hope this podcast is helping you guys navigate the journalism industry a lot easier because it is pretty difficult navigating and figuring out what your next move is going to be. And trying to land positions and do this and that. So I'm hoping that this podcast is helping. Uh, comment down below. Let me know if this podcast is helping you uh, within, your, within your journalism career. Like I said, and this is a safe place, man. So this is a safe place to talk about all things journalism, all kinds of topics and stuff. And like I have told y'all at the beginning, the merch is coming. Stay tuned, I'm a, stay tuned on my social media. Uh, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at TyreekWynn.iHeartMedia. Uh, Twitter, Tyreek Win TV, and then I think that's my Twitter, Tyreek Win TV, and then my Facebook page, Tyreek Win iHeartMedia. Go like that Facebook page. And then also TikTok. Go follow me, Tyreek Win underscore TV. And those are all my social media platforms. Like I said, stay tuned in because that merch is coming soon, man. And it's some nice merch. I've been working on it. I done got my samples. It is amazing. Y'all definitely going to get y'all hands on it, so stay tuned in for that. Also, we like I've been telling y'all, we are going to have on some amazing guests. These are going to be some amazing journalists. Comment down below. If you've been watching this podcast and you want to be a guest on NJP, go ahead and comment below or shoot me a DM. I just gave my social media. Shoot me a DM. Uh, let me know your availability and, hey, we can do our best to get an interview scheduled. But Of course, we're having on journalists and stuff like that, so people within the industry and stuff, and it's television, radio, uh, print, PR, whatever the case may be. Uh, Just, hey, let me know if you want to be on the show, and I'd love to have you, love to do an interview with you, and we can talk about your career and how you've been navigating the industry, and hopefully you can give the viewers some gems as well, and hey, maybe even give me some gems, you know? Uh, None of us are experts within this thing. You know, we all learning together, but I'm just uh, hoping to tell you guys some things that I've learned and some things that have took place within my career to help you guys navigate the journalism industry. So, hey, y'all already know what it is. It's your boy, Tyreek Wynn, man. Listen, NJP, Navigating Journalism Podcast. Keep it locked. Keep it right here on this amazing podcast. Got another episode for y'all next week. Peace out.